Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through. Just an old sweet song keeps everybody Georgia on my mind. What's up, Atlanta? Oh, baby. It's Friday night and we are fired up. Friday, baby. This feels like deja vu. I feel like I was just here 24 hours ago and you were here as the cowardly lion and you were the scarecrow and you were here too as the tin man and, and you were that mean old witch who thinks he's better than everybody else because he's been to two women's marches. I think there's a musical correcting that narrative. <laughs> Let me tell you something There's something I've learned over the last 24 hours Rock bands have it easy You come out You got your set list You play instruments that you can play in your sleep And you jam out the same show Night after night Same thing Pathetic town after pathetic town Sad If you're the red hot chili peppers Doing two nights in a row in Atlanta The most creative you're gonna get is Changing one song in the encore. Hey man, I got an idea tonight. How about we close with Under the Bridge? <laughs> that is a fucking great idea, Flea. <laughs> Thanks, Ketus. Because they're such close friends, Flea just calls him Ketus. <laughs> Being a rock star is fucking easy compared to what we do. We can't just open with an acoustic version of Californication and hope for the best. It's not going to fly. An epic story is unfolding in front of your eyes in real time tonight. And from the moment we sit down to the moment we head backstage and bang a ton of groupies, we have no idea. What story will unfold tonight? Matthew is the biggest groupie banger of them all. I'm worried about him. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say Matthew is the biggest groupie of them all. (laughs) (laughs) He loves the RHCP. He loves them. His insatiable lust for groupies knows no bounds. Do you realize the amount of celestial inspiration that goes into what we're about to do tonight when just 24 hours ago, women were giving birth in the aisle and men were lying prostrate on the floor supplicating themselves in awe of our extemporaneous show? It was an eventful night last night. It sure was. (laughs) If you've heard Billy Joel sing Piano Man live once, You fucking heard it. If you go back again, it's the same song. Not with us. The 3,000 of you in attendance here tonight are going to see something special. (laughs) The primordial clay of imagination that we're going to mold into a two-hour story for you tonight will only happen once. Right here, right now, tonight. And you can tell your great-great-grandchildren you were here to see it. And if the show is mediocre, it's your fault, not ours. 
I don't think that's going to happen. This crowd is fired up. (laughs) I have never done cocaine. However, I feel like I did cocaine. (laughs) So riled up. With that in mind, I would like to introduce you to four men who I call according to a legal document that I have a lot of issues with. Business partners. (laughs) First up, don't let his diminutive size fool you. He's also physically weak and mentally frail in the face of danger. That stands for Captain of the House, right? We say Head of the House. Captain of the House, doler of the word, writes a lot of plays that'll never be heard. I was very proud of that. That's, that's a good one. Skid right. does not agree. <laughs> Skid is just angry. I mean, of the musical theater references you can make, I don't want to, you want to nitpick, but it's very front door. How dare you? To quote Troy LaValle. <laughs> well, I wanted to sing a song that everyone knew. I'm not as well versed in musical theater as you. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask what that song was. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's no longer allowed within 100 feet of a playground because of his mustache. <laughs> Give it up for Grant Berger! We got the mustache nuts in the front row, Troy. It's not going anywhere. Let's take a poll here. (laughs) How many people are pro-stash? Wow. Wow. (laughs) All right. But look, this is the same, like, ratio of people that you would be like, who wants a TPK? The exact, see? (laughs) It's not necessarily a positive thing. I like the hand I've been dealt. The real question is, how many votes does your wife get? <laughs> She's been very kind the whole time, but like very I said... understanding it, woman. It's, uh, it's tearing... That right. means that she hates it. Yeah. So, like, if, if, you, if your response was, she loves it, that would be clear. When you say, she's been very kind <laughs> the whole time. My mom wrote under a picture I posted on Facebook, I think you're more handsome without the mustache. And Angel wrote, I agree. Right. <laughs> but yeah, every, every morning I wake up, I look at myself in the mirror and Linkin Park starts playing. It's just, <laughs> I tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't even that's my mustache. He, he's literally been singing that every morning. I'm not, I'm not kidding. This is roommate. <laughs> we need to get you a jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this next man is known to the New York State DMV as Patrick. <laughs> Give it up for Skimmer! 
All hail the king. Skid, I don't know if you know this, but there has been a, uh, uh, what's known as a glass madness tournament on the subreddit. And uh, after all the characters that were in uh, our pantheon of shows, the final two came down to Colonel Luther and Pembroke. And Colonel Luther was robbed. (laughs) Robbed! Yeah! I told you. Troy told me this, and my first thought was, that's a really good final. Because you don't really know who's going to win. Troy's like, Colonel's going to run away with it. And I was like, don't underestimate the Pembroke love. Call me old-fashioned, but I like characters that are still alive. (laughs) Pembroke lives forever in our hearts. Where does Colonel Luther live? I cannot wait till he returns as Pembroke the White. (laughs) And you can suck it! Ooh, that's Pembroke. a good idea. That was my name. <laughs> that was Pembroke. my name. That was my that name. That is what they used to call me. <laughs> and finally, if we were leaving on a midnight train to Georgia, the train would be late, or it would explode, or it would pull into the station, and everyone aboard would point and laugh at his small penis. <laughs> Joe Bryan, everybody! He's leaving! On a midnight train to Georgia. It is going back to five. Love you guys. Why are you, buddy? Oh, I'm great. Why? Because I didn't drink anything today. had a lot of water. Uh, we had a wild time last night, and uh, man, it feels so good to not have a margarita and an IPA at three in the afternoon, and, <laughs> and then come here and have four vodka Cokes. Just <laughs> <laughs> be like, I feel horrible, and I feel great. This is what Grant feels like all the time. <laughs> it's pretty good. Curse you and your thinness. No, I'm great, and I want to take this opportunity, first of all, I want to thank everybody here that came back from last night. So thank you so much. You know who you are. You know who you are. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And I just want to do a huge shout out to our entire merch team. You guys are incredible. Yes. Thank you so much. It means so much to us to be able to rely on people uh, that we can trust that really do a great job. And you're doing great. So thank you so much. And thanks to the staff here, too, at Masquerade. Oh, yeah. Masquerade's been great. I mean, look at this place. It's amazing. The lights, the sound, it's fantastic. And finally, for the uh, smoothest log I've ever touched, thank you to Chris, Ultra Mega Chicken. Amazing work. It's beautiful. May all your logs be smooth. Praise log. Last night's show, if you were here, it went by crazy fast. Too fast. This is all going by too fast. Life is going by too fast, and soon we'll all be dead. I turned 43 at midnight tonight. My oldest son, I say oldest son, he's three, he's, whose birth I talked about on, his, on our flagship show, he had orientation for preschool today. That's how fast wow. fucking time flies. Wow. 
Time what, is what do they do at orientation for preschool? You meet, you meet your teacher. You meet the other families that have more money than you. They show, <laughs> show the kid to the dorm. Yes, they show you. They show you how to use your your meal you, card. Yeah. You help them hang their Lincoln Park poster on the dorm room wall. How to set up your voicemail. It's a whole thing. Be your roommate. <laughs> well, he does share a cubby with a young lady named Ava. Oh. Whoa. Uh, do I, I hear wedding my, bells? I said to my wife, I would like to meet this young lady and her parents <laughs> to make sure that they're vaccinated. Um, otherwise, get your own fucking cubby, Ava. <laughs> Poor Ava. Not your fault. Your parents are stupid. Um, listen, we're going to have fun tonight. <laughs> I can but time it. is moving fast, so if you're unhappy about something in your life, fucking change it. Because you know when you can't change it? When you're dead. So wise, Troy. It's too late. So that, too fucking late. It's, it's, it's no wonder they call you the prophet on the boards. Yes. <laughs> With wisdom like that. <laughs> I'm wise in my old age. Matthew, you'll know when you hit 30 or however old you are. You'll know true sadness. <laughs> how old is he? I think he's 24. I think so. You think I'm... How old do you honestly think I am? You have the beard of a 43-year-old. <laughs> and the disposition of a 74-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34. 34? Wow. Wow. Joe, do you that's remember, a fun age. Do you that's remember 34? That's a fun age. <laughs> Joe was just about to diss you. I'd like you to finish that diss. Oh, sorry. I was just going to ask if you could remember 34. <laughs> oh, I thought you... <laughs> I thought oh, you were going to say, Skid, do you oh, remember me. what oh, age you no, were? No, I don't. I don't remember 34. No. Oh, no, wait. No, I don't. No, <laughs> no that was a year after I moved to New York, and that, which I do not remember at all. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. 34 is a good age. Grant, how old are you? Let 36. 36. That's why he looks down on Matthew. Those two years. Matthew and I look eye to eye when we lay side by side. <laughs> my, f- my feet basically touch his knees. <laughs> you guys head to toe? Oh, don't worry about it. He's the big spoon. <laughs> Joe, how old are you? 40. One, I think. It's hard to remember sometimes. It's not as exciting as it used to be. 41. That's 41. Correct. Final answer. Let's talk about everyone's age in the crowd. We'll start with the bottom left. <laughs> I need some filler tonight. <laughs> Shut up. I saw this really sad meme right before we came on stage. I don't know why I was looking at Instagram, but it was like a bunch of kids. It was so sad. I shouldn't even tell you, but I will. And it was a bunch of kids, and they were all just like so happy. It looked like they would play in stickball in the yard. And it said something to the effect like, a day will come when it's the last day you'll play outside with your friends, but you won't know it's that day. Jesus Christ. Oh, Troy. What the fuck? That's horrible. <laughs> Is that not the darkest reality? <laughs> Jesus. They look so happy, so carefree. <laughs> Do you remember the day you were playing with your toys and you were like, I don't want to play with these anymore? I don't remember that day. 
That's when. That's when. It Did you? All died. But you never played with your toys, so you never had to no, experience that. I didn't let that other class. people play with my. Remember toys? the last day you were carefully preserving your toys. <laughs> I I didn't let other people play with my toys, but I played with them. I just assumed that they touched their genitals and then touched my toy, and I don't want their genital shavings on my GI Joe's. I don't think that's too much to ask, Grant. Sorry, I cleaned up. <laughs> that made me really sad That and Matthew's comment about so many Christmases left I'm just depressed That was months ago it's, I've still thought about it every single day <laughs> And then I see this meme of the kids playing stickball It's really sad What the fuck Like at least yesterday when I brought everyone down With my Martin Luther King thoughts It was for something good yeah. Like there's no good that can come out of your musings about this. Do we, can we have like a happy con- confrontation with mortality? It's also Harry's birthday tonight. Yes, hey, Harry! Hey! Harry! There That's he is. Emmy Award winner, Harry Watson. Emmy Award winning videographer. He put together that uh, hype video you saw earlier. That was yeah. Harry. So thank you, Harry. The thing is amazing. He chose to spend this most special of days working for us. <laughs> yes. Actually, Grant, was it you that said the funny thing to him? Which funny thing? It was like, what, what does it feel like to be 24? Oh, yeah, I yeah. asked him, well, well, yeah. how does it feel to be 28? And he said, uh, it feels like 19 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dad humor. That's the, a lot of it backstage. It's awesome. Well, some of the characters in tonight's show uh, may be reflecting on their lives and their life choices in the face of death. Because although I say this a lot, I'm prone to hyperbole. Tonight's combat that we're starting the show with has character killer written all over it. See, they're excited. They're They're out of blood. So don't, I'm just saying... Take that into account when you ask if you should shave your mustache or not. Uh, let's take a quick poll of the audience. How many people want to see PC death tonight? It's a little, a little more tepid than the mustache lovers out there. <laughs> let's see what we can do. Maybe we should all grow one. Maybe we should just shave everything off except the stash. Matthew with just a mustache. It's so scary to think <laughs> oh, about. Man. I've done I it do before. I don't want to see it. I don't even want to picture it in my mind. Oh. I've done it before. Oh. You got to do it because you shave the you got to shave the beard in stages, and you do your like you do your like Civil War, then you do your 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 General Custer. That's fun. Yeah. And then you just go down to the Tom Selleck eventually. Right. Yeah. It's always. Then you do the Hitler, and then you're you're done. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. We've all done it. You don't talk about it. We've all done it. Literally every time I have... I, have I, I may have less and less Christmases to look forward to, but I can look forward to the Hitler and the bathroom mustache when I shave this bad boy off. You got to do it. It's fun. You come out of the bathroom spe- like making funny German voices. Can I do the Charlie Chaplin instead? Do no. the Great Dictator. Yes, that, that's the mustache. That this got really fucking dark. It did. Yeah. How was the Atlanta show? It was fine until they started talking about Hitler. Um, <laughs> I thought that was going to be like one of you that was like, oh yeah, but all four of you? 
I've made some choices in my life that I now regret. <laughs> well, and I'd like to make a choice that I won't regret. Let's take it to the recap. Oh, it's time. Yeah, Grant! That's how you recap. Better with sound. You, four characters, have come to the city of Thrushmore. (laughs) Smooth start. Shut up. You four (laughs) characters. (laughs) You characters. (laughs) These rascals. (laughs) You've come to the city of Thrushmore to try and figure out what your connection is to this mysterious Count Hazerton Lowes IV, the leader of the county who has disappeared after possibly draining the town dry of funds. You used to work for him in some capacity, you know that, and he basically traded you to Briarstone Asylum for the chance to spend time with one of the patients there, a man named Oliver Zandalus. Praise, praise. A man whose drawing seemed to indicate that his mind had connection to other worlds, connections to the dreamlands. So you get out of the asylum and you come here and the count's gone. A lot of people are gone, in fact. You know that there is a cult of the king in yellow in town kidnapping people and killing them to use their blood to power gateways to other worlds using the two star stelae in town. You have not seen these star stelae, but now that you're atop the battlements, those of you who survive might want to take a look at the horizon. Ooh. Let me ask you this. If you're a cultist... Of a, of a deep one or, a, or an elder mythos god. What do you think your plan is when opening a portal to another world? Pack a bag, bring a towel. You've misunderstood the question. <laughs> what is your goal? What's your end game in opening portals to other worlds? Well, either to go through them or bring other stuff through them here. No, but like, why, why are you doing that? Power. World domination. No, it's to pierce through the veil of the dark tapestry and see what's on the other side. To embrace the unknown and its infinite madness. With Maybe certain- you just want to, like, check out the real estate on the other side, too. Yeah, that's true. Property values in the dream worlds might be actually, you know, pretty favorable these days. Depends on their proximity to a Trader Joe's, but I wouldn't disagree. <laughs> but it, it does seem like there are people who are not very good at long-term planning. Because it seems like the only possible outcome is the total destruction of everything real. Right. I think you've hit on something there, Skin. And here's the thing. Sir Julie and Halster's holy training... And Aldo and Atticus's intelligence, Aldo, of course, being the superior mind. <laughs> but both of them are wildly intelligent, even though Aldo is much, much smarter. You would all know, even the dumb rat, that cultists, 
of these deities want their gods to come here to Galarian, wipe out civilization, and let they, the ones who brought them here, live as kings among the ashes. That's the, that's the end goal. Maybe there's some of them that want to go out there to King and Yellowtown, USA, but they really want to open a portal for Cthulhu to come here, wipe everyone out, and then ride Cthulhu off into the sunset. I said Cthulhu weird. You did. Either way, this is world-altering shit. Whether they're capable or not, you don't know. You bested some of these cultists in town. Meanwhile, through all of this, you've learned that the Count's parents had their own crazy shit going on. It appears that Count Hazerton Lowell's III's wife, Namira Lowell's, may have been uh, having an affair with a man named Dr. Climes Pret. No. Yes. This is a guy who was way into the occult and eldritch lore, enough so that he covered his body in swirling tattoos of monstrosities with too many eyes and too many mouths. How do you know this? Because in the basement, you fought his restless spirit and then found his tortured remains. You'd already found records that Pret was arrested and thrown in jail for treason for poisoning Lyles III. Halster thinks last night, and he got a bottle cap at the after party for this. <laughs> after party cap, after sesh cap. First which, ever. First ever. Which I told him is valid only at after parties. Fuck. Halster thinks that perhaps Lyles found out that his wife was fooling around on him, framed Pret, and left him here to die. The Lyleses both died suddenly as well. So there's a lot going on, and it confuses a dumb character like Joe's. And a dumb person like Joe. I'm so bad at comebacks. I just have to take it. After clearing out the basement, you do a sweep of the first floor, then head upstairs where you encounter a scum sorcerer who casts grease on the staircase and then sat back as hilarity ensued. (laughs) Because Sir Julie, the clumsy oaf, kept slipping and falling over and over again, and then others fell as well, and Sir Julie's clumsy oafish body broke their fall. But you are able to defeat the scum sorcerer, stabilize it, and with the help of your new companion, Sean, and his fluency in Aboleth, you find out that the scum were hired to take over the fort by Meli Sen, this woman you keep hearing about, Lowell's mysterious assistant who was left in charge of his estate at Iris Hill, the same Meli Sen that blot sleep-inducing inducing drugs off of some rando druid and someone you imagine must be tied up in all this cult activity as well. But as you reach the battlements and Sir Julie, instead of attempting to use stealth, just hurls her gargantuan foot against the door to kick it open. Two juju zombie guards patrolling the battlements come over to inspect the noise. As you ready battle positions, knowing that a fight 
is about to go down. Aldo, Atticus, and Sean still inside the ransacked bedroom. Sir Julian Halster stand back to back like fucking superheroes. Awaiting the zombie attack, but so focused are they on the guards. They don't notice as another id ooze appears and reaches out to quite possibly kill one of them. Both of you failed your perception check, so it will get the jump on you. Now, hey, last night we started the show. I had the jump on you as well with that ghost. Rolled a natty three, so there's hope, Matthew. There's hope, Grant. The question is, the question that's kept me up all night that I woke up today in a stupor wondering about is, who do I attempt to slam, grab, constrict, and kill? Let's go to the map. We're already there. Sorry. (laughs) Well-oiled machine. (laughs) We'll talk about this later. I could just roll a D4. One, two, Sir Julie. Three, four, Halster. You could also roll a D100 and do odds and evens. I sure could. You could roll a D6. You could roll a D10. Matthew, I have seven dice here. I could do a lot of things. (laughs) But this you could seems roll all of them, and then just. <laughs> this seems like the type of show I need to pull the audience. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't don't ask them. The both characters end up with a mustache. A lot of people are pro mustache. Will they be pro Halster? Should I attack Sir Julie? I'll remember that. That was not loud. There was just one really loud dude (laughs) who really doesn't like Sir Julie. (laughs) Or a loud dude that knows tactically it's better for us if she gets attacked. (laughs) Who thinks I should attack Halster? People have spoken. Oh People God. have spoken. I never Blood knew ex- thirsty. <laughs> I never knew exactly what a broken heart sounded like <laughs> You failed your perception check, so let's just get this surprise round out of the way. Am I right? Let's just get it out of the way. Let me just grab this guy right here. I can't watch. This is making me sick. This is bad. This is bad. I'll be honest. I don't want to kill you. It's too hard to bring in a new character to this story. It's a lot of work. I just, it's not up to me. Here we go. Grant, stop looking over here. I see you. I've built a, <laughs> I've built a barrier of beer and water. <laughs> a barrier. Oh, there we go. A barrier. <laughs> I'm in my log cabin. <laughs> nice log. All right, here we go. I'll have you roll initiative after we find out the result of this slam. Natty Flat-footed AC. Natty one. Haven't looked. Haven't looked. Haven't looked. Nineteen. Nineteen on the die. Nineteen total against, against 
flat-footed a sizzle. Oh no. My flat-footed AC is a 21. Oh! Holy shit. Oh, amazing. I mean, they have spent the entire time backstage before the pre-show just talking strategy for this. And a lot of it hinged on whether or not I hit in the surprise round. Let's see what happens. Aldo, what did you roll for initiative? Oh, did we roll for initiative? Yes. <laughs> he said it. It got lost in the shop. Roll, 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 Ten. Ten. Atticus. 25. Ooh. So you're telling me there's a chance. House of Price. 21. Yes! Flat-footed AC and initiative. Check it. Now here's where it all comes down. This is big, Sir Julie. It is. What'd you get? Oh, I was talking about my initiative because I rolled a natty 17. For an 18. For an 18. <laughs> that was a good job of selling it. That was a good roll. That's uh, great. I mean, it doesn't get much better for If you would have just said 18, yeah. <laughs> All right. It is round one. You see this ooze right next to you? Let's take a look at this guy again. Oh, God. Oh, oh he's got a little Terminator 2 to him, and he's pure id. You know that he does acid damage. You know that he's immune to fire. Yes. God, I love it so much. You've also got this mofo over here. Choo-choo zombie. And you hear the clinkety-clank of another one coming from the north. It's round one. It's Atticus's turn. Uh... Atticus is going to... He's going to go... uh, So he's cast almost all of his spells. We're at the end of the line here. So he is going to go to his arcane bonded object, which allows him to cast one spell uh, from his entire spell book, prepared or not, once a day. Okay. And he's going to begin casting a spell. It's this crazy eldritch pendant, and it, like, slots open this purple eye. And uh, he starts casting. Okay. Okay. You've been watching a lot of Doctor Strange. Yes. Halster, this thing just reached out and, I mean, it hit you, but you were able to move in just a way that it couldn't find purchase. What do you do? I'm thinking about going back into the room. (sighs) Sir Julie played by Matthew Kavnikaza just nodded at you. That is not allowed in the game of hearts. I'm gonna... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> gonna withdraw into the room. That is my turn. Withdraw into the room, a full withdrawal which will not provoke an attack of opportunity. It is Sir Julie's turn. Yes. Sir Julie will also move into the room. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna withdraw. I'll take a five foot step to get out of melee. Uh huh. And then move into the room. Okay. You gonna share a space with Aldo? On my roll twenty, I'm not. I'm not sharing a space with anybody. 
Shocking. Okay. <laughs> you all I'll see go, it, right? I'll just play like this. <laughs> all right, so what I'm going to do now... <laughs> I don't think you know how unfunny that joke is for the audio audience. <laughs> you really can't hear anything. That's why you need to fly to fucking Atlanta and watch a show live. Exactly. <laughs> Woo! Friday night. All right, it is one of my some bitches' turns. I'll call him Undead Mercenary 2. And Undead Mercenary 2 is this guy down here, and he's going to go... Because that's how he talks. Oh, what do I want to do here? Oh, I want to tumble through your fucking square so bad. I know you've been planning this all day. You want my guys to just pile up, create a bottleneck so you can slash away like a coward. Please, by all means, tumble through. By all means. Or try. Shut up. (laughs) He is going to... Delay. No. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) He's going to move right to there and then wait. He oh. nods to the ooze. They have a plan, too. I'm so <laughs> glad these mindless zombies have such a grasp on tactics. <laughs> I'll have you know, these zombies have an intelligence of ten. Oh. Oh, wow. oh yeah, no, actually, yeah, juju zombies. They're, juju yeah. zombies. Always been true. He since, moved. Since fiend folio. Can I move and then still do my standard later? But you have to ready. So you have to have a triggering event. Okay. Maybe I have one, maybe I don't. It's the ooze's turn. The ooze is just going to go... Right up to Sir Julie. You brought this on yourself. Now, if he's got a 21 flat-footed, this is just against your regular AC, so I have to roll high. But if I get you, Sir Julie... You're toast. Fourteen? Miss. (laughs) So bad. So very bad. It is Aldo's turn. Uh, Aldo is going to... Like, he sees this id ooze, the very type of creature that put him on death's door mere hours ago and he is a bit nervous he's just like oh wait due to my improved recently improved intellect I've just thought of the most cunning plan and he pops off a previously unused vial on his bandolier and chugs it chugs something from his bandolier I will say, based on your position here, you know, you're not going to provoke. Only Sir Julie would in this situation where it is outside. So Aldo drinks something. At that moment, a friend joins the fight. We'll call him Undead Mercenary One. (laughs) Coming from the north. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) Stretchy man. It's Manute Bowl. Damn, he's good. 
Uh, he has a long bow, and he shoots it at Sir Julie, who will get a plus four to her AC as it's shooting through the id ooze. Here we go. 22. Miss. Shut up. Yeah! <laughs> Dude. Because of the cover. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice work. It is now Sean's turn. Sean. Dressed in only a silk blouse and carrying a mere dagger, he looks to you, Sir Julian, says, What should I do, brave knight? Ready yourself, Sean. The fight may soon be in the room. All right. <laughs> should it come into here, should I attempt to strike out at it? If it should come in here, you should act your bravest. Or if you feel you need to interpret... Well, maybe we should have a conversation later about your true destiny as a knight or as an interpreter for the courts. All right, Sir Julie. You are my master. Round two. Atticus. Wait, so what was the instruction? (laughs) I felt it was clear to Sean. Got it. Sean Sean and Sir Julie understand. Uh, Atticus is going to complete his casting of Summon Monster 3. <laughs> what do you, you hear summon? this deep, bassy groan as behind the ooze, in front of the dude that has the bow, and adjacent to them both is a large oryx. <laughs> An oryx. Like a big yes. bull. It's like a, a bull? A bull, basically, yeah. And it's large. It's like... And it lands between them and immediately attempts to gore the ooze. Is that big? Yeah. Yep. It is a large... Uh, oh, that's... Oh, yeah. And it's celestial. It is a celestial yes. oryx from heaven. All right. Let me see if I can and do something just, about that. Whoa! There it is. Now What's, it's a ghostly bull. <laughs> what is the oryx's name? <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on, Joe. You're live in front of uh, 500 people. Can uh, it, is, uh, it is Sandra. 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 Sandra oryx. Sandra oh. oryx. <laughs> Sandra the oryx? <laughs> yes. And it <laughs> is going to attempt to gore the ooze natty 16. Yeah. That's going to do it. Uh, it actually does pretty decent damage to uh, nine points of horn damage. Nine points of gore damage to who? To the ooze. To the ooze. All right. This is uh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> Good move, Sandra the Oryx. <laughs> Nice work on the on the pond. Nice work. It's Chekhov's Oryx. <laughs> Do you want to move it all and then... Oh, yeah, I have a whole action. You've got a whole action, yeah. I get a whole turn. Uh, I am going to uh, draw my crossbow and load it. Okay, keep in mind the ooze can't be flanked. I don't know if you added that into your thing. It is a low AC, but... I didn't. Okay. I know that it can't be flying to. All right, so you load your crossbow. Can you fire it this round? No, I didn't have it out, so I draw it and load it. Halster Price. 
Uh, Halster is going to take a five-foot step, dropping Red Destiny and pulling out his plus-one returning dagger, and then will cast Bless on the entire party. Oh, oh nice. Oh. <laughs> Huge! It is not time to follow the spiral staircase to the other world. We must fight and live another day. Okay. Uh, great. What about Sir Julie? Well, I'm going to attack the ooze. All right. I hope you fumble. That's rather rude. I thought we were having a good time. Uh, I don't. I roll a 22 to hit. That is a hit against nice. the ooze. Okay. The unarmored Nin- ooze. 19 points of damage. Oh. Yes. Yes. Cut it up. I was so excited last time when you guys were fighting the ooze. I was so wrapped up in the excitement of it that I forgot a very important thing about it. Oh, no. As you strike this ooze with your beautiful greatsword, you realize that the acid coating its body wants to corrode your weapon. Give me a reflex save. All right. Does that matter if the weapon is magical? No. He says not knowing the answer. (laughs) I was like, no. Thirteen. Thirteen. Not even close. Here's what's going to happen. So mad that I didn't do this last time, but there was a lot going on. Your weapon has a hardness of 12 and 20 hit points. However, when you strike at it right now, it takes six points of damage. Oh, which, with a hardness of 12, means it does nothing to your weapon. Yeah! <laughs> Sometimes I get excited for no reason. Yeah, that was, that was thrilling. Wait, and can I take my move action now? You may. I'm going to close the door. <laughs> I didn't even... <laughs> For the listeners at home, Troy is broken. (laughs) He looks uninterested in continuing. If only the Juju zombie had thought tactically and used its ten intelligence to try to get inside the room, because I think the Juju zombie has opposable thumbs. Well, it is the Juju zombie's turn, and with a move action, he opens the door. Shagunk, it opens up. Close it again. All right, so I just want to be clear. Because <laughs> this also came up in the green room. We thought of everything. <laughs> so you now just made the decision, which we were unsure of, that you can open that door, caddy corner to the door. Yes. All right. You know why? Because the handle just happened to be on this side. <laughs> oh. And what's amazing is it says right in the book where the handle of the door is. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's so weird that just for this one encounter, they happen to mention the placement wow. of the How handle. How dare you come that in? That is unfortunately specific. <laughs> they have thought of everything. They have thought and, of wait, everything. Wait, I have a question. Okay. The, we found out in our, <laughs> and also in our strategizing, we kept asking you questions about what we knew about the ooze. And one thing we found out was that the ooze is mindless. Why wouldn't it attack the Juju zombie? Some oozes are mindless. Maybe not this ooze. This is an id ooze. After all, have you heard of id, ego, and super ego? 
Yes, it is the part without the conscious right. ego. It's not an ego it. ooze. It's not an ego. That's you. Ooze. Don't you play mental gymnastics with me, Captain Casa? <laughs> it's an it's an it's an intelligent ooze. Doesn't have a great intelligence. It's probably as good as Atticus's intelligence. Oh no! <laughs> it's about as smart as the dumb rat. It is not as wise as Aldo. I'm not wise at all. The mercenary will open the door, and then he will move into the id spot in an attempt to tumble into the room. Because I hate everything you've decided to do to me. (laughs) So what the hell is the DC of this? Acrobatics to tumble through? Do you have it in front of you? Well, first you provoke from the oryx. All right, yeah. take your Oryx hit. Okay. Okay. Natural two. You're lucky. Get out of this one. And now I will attempt to tumble through. I might have it right here. Uh, DC something or other. Let's see what I roll. It's your CMD plus five. I failed. I rolled a natural five. Yes! Yeah. So, AOO. AOO. I got a die last night from, uh, I, think, I think she's still in the audience. Rachel, are you here tonight? Rachel. Yeah! Yeah, right. Rachel! Yeah. I'm going to roll it right now. 23 to hit. Oh. That's a hit. Yeah, Rachel! Yeah! Thank you, Rachel! 20 points of damage. <laughs> You already know they have DR5, and the only thing that cuts through is magic, and your magical weapon does. 20 points of damage, dear lord. But the door is open for the Idus. Come on! You've ruined this show! (laughs) People are going to be asking for their money back on the way out. Turning in the shirts and dice they bought just because you wanted to close a door. Come on, natural 20. Now I want to kill you. Okay. It's a very good roll. (laughs) This is going to be... Oh, come on. It's such a tweener for you. 23? It gets me. Oh, no! We're okay. We're okay. All right. Let's talk about some damage here. First, you're going to take, ooh, 12 points of regular. Then you're going to take two points of acid. And then it's going to attempt to grab you and squeeze the fucking life out of you. Oh, baby. Uh, does, uh, does a 25 beat your CMD? Yes. Oh, no. So Julie is now grabbed. Okay. If you saw the show in, was it Boston? What are you asking? When you fought what the Yidus. What are you Yidus? asking? What's the question? Yes. <laughs> I don't when know you fought show. the Yidus, right? Yes. yes. You now know oh, that yeah. this creature, if it succeeds on an attack, it will then constrict you. However, one mistake I made at the last show is in addition to the constricting damage, it also does the slam damage just for succeeding on regrappling you. So, Sir Julie, you might want to start building a backup. It is Aldo's turn. 
Aldo seeing Sir Julie being engulfed by his nemesis, his creature from his recent nightmares, finishing his spell from his extract, takes a five-foot step back and focuses his glare on this writhing liquid metal mass. Oh, says, get ready for a big surprise! And he casts a large person on Julie. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, immediately breaking the grapple. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, can the medium creature engulf a large creature? I don't um, think so. Yes. Question mark? How? He's not engulfing you, he's just grappling you. Oh, he's just leeching. Covered in ooze. Oh my god, she's huge! He is. Look at her. Yeah. And he, and he, so he, does does the enlarging give me any chance to break the grapple? Uh, no. What, are you just making up rules on the fly? I'm asking. No, you can't. However, it should increase your ability uh, to escape could increase your ability to not be re-grappled. What are you touching down there? What are you doing, Grant? Get your hand off my knee. There's no power going to my PC right now. I'm plugging it into another Oh, oh dear. Yes, everything's going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, the <Yeah>. mastermind. <laughs> you can close as many doors as you want, but I control the power. It is undead mercenary one's turn, and he is forced to drop his bow, draw his sword, and swing at this oryx named Sandra. Sandra. Two hands. He swings down with his masterwork longsword. Eat shit, Sandra. Oh! Natty 18, almost a critical threat. That's going to be a 27. That is a hit. You take... 13 points of Ooh, damage. Oh, no. Just hacks at it, like at the end Sandra's of... Uh, what is that, Apocalypse Now, when they're chopping that? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Ustalov. <laughs> that's his turn. I can't believe it's still an Ustalov. The horror. The horror. It's Sean's turn. Sean looks to Sir Julie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Grant, you should really plug that computer in. Hey! You don't need to react to everything that happens. <laughs> Just let it go. Keep on playing. Sean looks to Sir Julie and says, Should I act now? Oh, large one. What was the question? Should I act now? Oh, large one. What? Oh, oh, large one. Oh. Yes. oh. I thought you were asking me. I thought he was saying, should I act now or lodge one? I was like, lodge one what? A, complaint? a formal complaint. <laughs> lodge the complaint, Sean. No. Yes. If there's something you can do, Sean, now would be the time. He looks around and realizes there's nothing he can do. <laughs> Stay there, Sean. Judge move. It is now Atticus's turn. Can you heal me? No. I'm level zero. There's a potion on my belt. Where? I can't see it. You're so large. It's an eye level. Who said that? 
There are several potions on my belt. <laughs> I can't see them. They're huge. Matthew, I also think you need to deepen your voice. Your uh, Sir Julie voice. There are several large potions <laughs> on my belt, Sean. <laughs> like, oh my, oh dear God. Sean gains the panicked condition. <laughs> it is Atticus's turn. Atticus, you're standing in the back of the room next to Sean. Sean. With Halster in front of you, you see a giant Sir Julie. It's grappled say. just around her thigh and the small of her back by this ooze. He's going to uh, he's going to say, Halsta, get up there and take out that ooze. And he's going to ready an action to fire his crossbow when Halster gets out of this space in front of him, if he does. Um, and Sandra, he also, like, with his mind, he's talking to Sandra. And he's just like, the ooze, only the ooze. And so the uh, Oryx, despite taking this hit from the other creature, is going to gore, attempt to gore the ooze. Uh, Here we go. Uh, That is a 13 to hit. It is a hit. All right. Beautiful. Beautimous. Max damage, 15 points of goring damage. Yeah, Sandra. It is Halster's turn. Listen, I just played Resident Evil Village, and I got a taste for beautiful big women with Lady Dimitrescu. So I am excited for a large Sir Julie. Do you need healing now, Sir Julie? I will tell you in game terms. Oh, wait, deep voice. I will tell you in game terms. (laughs) I have 39 of 56 hit points. I think I can wait. I'm going to stay where I am and... Swift action, empower my dagger with the power of Phrasma to enlarge its weapon dice to 1d8 from 1d6 and throw the dagger at the ooze. Ooh, all right. You got a big old Sir Julie in the way. Terrible roll four on the die. Total of? Total of minus four for not having precise shot will be an eight. The dagger hits Sir Julie in the throat. Oh. <laughs> It is Sir Julie's turn. Wait, does you it have a dagger it, in your throat. Does it not hit the ooze? No. With the grapple condition? No. Okay. Why don't you want to move? Why don't you just go up there and hit it? Um, we need I, to get damage on this thing fast. I can. I can. Um, but I don't know if Troy's going to allow me to strike it from here. You can. It just okay. gets covered. You can. Right. It gets covered. Well, it's, but it's got such a low AC. It's half of one, half a dozen of one, but you can fire your crossbow now. So it's got good. a really low AC. So okay. you throw that off, and then you step into the corner there to maybe attack it next round. Yep. Sir and Julie. you'll also be able to AOO any of those juju zombies that try to get in or whatever. True. Uh, all right, I'm going to try to take a shot. Uh, it's going to be what tough. What was your ready to action? When he vacates the space, ah, I'll shoot I at the ooze. Uh, no, that is a miss with a nine. Big old miss. Sir Julie, have you added the grappled condition to your character? I did indeed. Have you added the enlarged trait? Yes, I have. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, What are my options for breaking the grapple? Sure. What are they? Escape artist, strength Escape artist or... Or uh, CMB. CMB. Or CMB. I don't think that's... The enlarged person doesn't give me... Only gives me a... You know, I get a, I do get a bonus to my CMB, but I only have a plus eight. I'm sure to break out, it's going to be so high. Yeah. Would, All right. But thought you guys thought of everything. 
Just damage him. Damage him. All right. Sir Julie uh, cannot wield her greatsword now because that's a two-handed weapon. So she will, free action, drop the greatsword. The corroded... Is it still a two-handed weapon when you're enlarged? Yeah, because it enlarged... Yes, it's an enlarged greatsword. The now corroded weapon falls to the ground and slides down the stairs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Sir Julie will draw her masterwork, masterwork cold iron dagger... Which also is enlarged. Okay. Uh, and I will power attack uh, with the dagger. You should, can you also furiously focus at it? No. Oh. Furious focus, uh, you have to be using a, uh, a one-handed weapon. You have to wield it with two hands. Ah, uh, oh, that's right. That's awesome. All right. So Do just it. a power nerds. attack. What's that? <laughs> I called you nerds. Nerds. Okay. 20 to hit. 20 to hit? That's a hit. Yes. Okay, uh, 12 points of damage. Nice. <laughs> Just shiving it. Okay. The dagger corrodes as well. And I will swift action lay on hands. On yourself? Wow. Awesome. Yes. Okay. <laughs> hate you so much. <laughs> it is Undead Mercenary 2's turn, and he will strike around the corner. Sir Julie with her bonus jury from cover. Give yourself a plus four. Won't matter. This guy is a badass. Here we go. 27 to hit. Whoa. Yeah, Natty 18 again, almost a crit. That is going to be woo, 12 points of damage. Whoa. See, it's bad. It's bad if they're hitting you too. Because now it's the Id Ooze's turn. That's what we were trying to avoid. I will roll to maintain the grapple. Should I succeed, you will take slam damage, acid damage, and constrict damage. Ah, shit. (laughs) Natural 20. Oh, no. Everywhere around the world. Welcome to America. That should be a critical grab. Instead, it's just guaranteed damage. God, that would have been great. All right, here we go. Let's talk about the the slam dam. That is uh, eight points and six acid. Oh, is that max acid? It is. And healing, then, healing is very good now. Yeah. And then you'll Coming take up. the constrict damage. Which is nine points. Sir Julie is now sitting at ten hit points. Oh, oh God, that's no. so That's bad. even worse than unconscious, because unconscious it might release it and move on. But now, oh, bad. Bad, bad news. Now, I already gave you the acid da- damage with the slam. Do I give the acid again for the constrict? Why? It's the same acid. No, I hear some no's. <laughs> I, heard, I heard yes, 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 from yes, the yes. crowd. And then How one young people... lady just go, no. <laughs> How many people think it should take the acid from the constrict? That's all I need to hear. Five points of acid damage from the constrict. We're, that's, like a, that's like a permanent death call. Yeah, we're in pretty bad territory here. Blame it on the crowd from Atlanta. <laughs> Boy, if you get that rule wrong... This, the nation will never forgive you. Are you sure about Dude, that? Dude, I get trip? rules wrong every week. Never stop me. 
Aldo, it's your turn. Things are bad. Oh, shit. Um. Wow. I'm out of cure spells. I have potions on my belt, but I am large. Right. Mm. I, I could administer a giant cure spell, cure potion to you. Um. Actually, okay, I do have potions of cure light. Uh, is that against a willing target? Is that just a standard action? It's a full round action to administer to like a conscious, willing person. I think so. I don't know. Administering a potion, I've always thought was a full round action. Question is, can you? Reach I mean, your I know mouth? we do that because ordinarily when we do it, it's against it's to somebody who is unconscious. unconscious. Yeah. But right, I, right, I don't think we, I don't know whether we ever nor, we don't normally do it to someone who is like, yeah, yeah a, give me that potion. It's a full round action to administer to an unconscious creature. Um, but yeah, that is interesting. Can a player administer a potion to an ally is a who is conscious? Uh, we provoke an AOO, which you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, it just sounds like a complicated set of maneuvers because you've got to draw the potion, right? And then administer yeah. it. So that's, right. you can do it, but that's your turn. Uh, I, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you take it and you hurl it into her giant mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants I to... can throw anything. I throw it right into her mouth. Yeah, this is your jam. She eats the glass and the helium. Thank you. Thank you, Aldo. <laughs> I love Large Sir Julie. I know. One, I gotta save Large Sir Julie. So Out of all of us, she must one? survive. Is, is uh, it plus one or is it your... Uh, no, 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 it's plus one. Okay. All right. Five points. All right. Every little bit matters. She undid that acid bullshit. Uh, I looked it up, and I think I did it right. Let's move on to Undead Mercenary 1. No one ever talks about him, but they should, because he's going to kill Sandra. No. Sandra! Sandra, no. You're so brave. Here Dodge it! Mask Back it with your horns. Oh, another Natty 18. I'm so close to that critical threat. Guaranteed hit. Here we go for damage, max damage, 14 points of damage. Is your bull dead? I can't exit out. <laughs> Sandra is no more. Damn it! <gasps> I wanted to get one more gore in there, but 27 points of damage and two hits. Yeah. 1d8 That's pretty plus good six. for a cow. Yeah. Look at this setup. Imagine what this feels like. You decided to move into this tiny ransacked bedroom. You've created a, a bottleneck for these enemies, but Sir Julie is sitting there grappled and just being strangled to death while these other mercenaries have been barely hit. It's terrifying. And it is now Sean's turn. Sean. And he does nothing. So it goes to Atticus's turn. Top around four, I believe. Atticus Not out of the woods. Atticus is seeing the, the desperate desperation here. He's got no healing ability. There's nothing he can do for Sir Julie. But he says, I think now is the time. And he pulls out little trinkets that he found tied to a sack under a dock that his 
former self, self left behind for some reason. Maybe this was the reason. I don't know if it's going to be enough, but he pulls out his pearl of power yeah. to cast one spell he's already cast today, and that is going to be Magic Missile. Oh, yes. Come on, need some good rules here, Atticus. Come on, buddy. Uh, here we go. Three missiles. Max on that one. Oh, and that was good. That's uh, ten. Ten total force damage to the ooze. <laughs> it was magic missile. Yeah, people. the people have spoken. Ah. The ooze still stands. Shit. Here's the, the situation. Like, we're all having a good time, having a couple pops with our friends on a Friday night in Atlanta. But if you don't kill this creature before its turn, it's, I think it's going to kill you, Sir Julian. It may not, but there's, it's, it's, it's a well, dire situation. Halster can still heal you, so it's the question of whether you'd want the healing as the buffer to your death, or you want to gamble on Halster getting a hit off on this. Well, would you believe it? It's Halster's turn. If you heal me, that fe- feasibly could get it, you know, possibly could get me another round to hit it. Okay, I'll heal you. Because you are the fairest knight of them all, unless Joe has an objection. He looks like he has an objection. Your Honor, I object. <laughs> He always looks like that. I feel like we're close. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> trying to think of the math in my head. He can still hit it. We've next done round. like 30 to 40 ish, I think. Maybe. Ah, yeah. But you always hit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you my do God. Your- <laughs> this is horrible. All right, let's, let's give it to the audience. Should Halster heal? Sounds like a heal crowd. Or should he hit? It's a heal. Max healing. 13 points of healing. Good call, Atlanta. In Slum National Underground. It's outcast. It is Sir Julie's turn, followed by the mercenary, followed by the id ooze. Don't forget, last round, the mercenary hit you as well. I remember. Uh, the merc- uh, I'm going to swing at the ooze. Okay. Uh, okay. With a hit, Natty 13. Okay. Oop, only one of these. Uh, okay, 12 points of damage. Still up. Okay. Uh, I and then I, I will... haven't touched its HP. Like, it is exactly by the book HP. You're very close. What's the Very guy close. Like, if Halster would have done 10 points of damage, would it be dead? Yes. God damn it. I knew it! I'm gonna lay on hands. Okay. Okay. Not great. <laughs> oh dear. Here we but go. But you'll live another round. Yeah. Right? Or will you stay conscious another round? I'm at 28 hit points. Okay. There's okay. a chance. A lot's gonna You're depend fine. on whether the mercenary hits. If the mercenary oh, hits. Oh, right. Mercenary is the real variable. I've been rolling too hot. I feel like I'm due for a, a stinker. Give yourself a plus four to AC. Okay. My AC is lower because of the grappled condition sure and is. the enlarged person. Sure is. Here we go. Masterwork longsword around the corner. Plus 40 or AC that's been lowered because you're large. Natty 17. Uh. That is going to be a 26 to hit. Yeah. Uh, 
No, no, no. 1d8 plus 6 damage. 10 points of damage. Oh, man, this is right on the fucking razor's edge. <laughs> and now it is the Idu's turn. He could roll a natural one on the main he could. team. He I could. I think that might... He could. S- Here we go. Uh, oh, man, this is stressful. I feel like I'm in the audience. He's grappled, so as to hit is down. CMB's a little bit down, but yeah, it does get the bonus because of grab. All right, here we go. We're having a good time. Twenty-one. Yes. Oh. My CMB is nineteen. Oh. Oh. Is it nineteen? Yeah, I have a minus. There's a minus two to Dex. Yeah. So Aldo killed you, is what you're saying? No, because I get I a plus. I get a plus one to size. What I heard was it's Skid's fault. All right, eight points of slam dam. Okay. Three points of acid. Okay. And now the good strict. I'm gonna throw up. 11 points of constrict. At that moment. Oh, oh, yeah! I forgot about this! My final uses of lay on hands for the day activate my second chance ability, and I automatically lay on hands myself because yeah. the condition is hitting zero hit points. Oh! So you said 11? 11. Okay. You still got more acid damage coming. Okay, I get nine hit points back. Yeah! Yes! I'm yes! Sitting at, I'm sitting at five. <laughs> five. And you take three points of S. Yes! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Two hit points! Two hit points! We're not out of the woods yet, though. This is bad. We have to finish this now! This is still very bad. It is Aldo's turn. Uh, wow. Yeah, Aldo, from where he's standing, has very little option. Uh, he is going to lively slither his way past Atticus to the southwest corner of the room and pray that the doorknob of this door on the western wall is on his side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He fell into his trap. I think that is up to a D100 roll that Joe should roll. Okay. I'd say 51 or higher. That handles right where you want it to be. Joe? 16. (laughs) God damn it. It's just out of reach. I mean, this is ridiculous. Aldo would see where the handle was and go to the side <laughs> it was on. Like it's not. Aldo is, doesn't know that there is this horrible entity controlling reality. And just praying that it's like, like he Aldo would be able to see it. Magically enhanced intelligence. You don't think he would look for the door handle? Yeah. It's not like a rental car. It's like, I don't know which side the gas cap is on. Like, he would be able to see it. That's fair. 
the handle has been moved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He opens the door. He opens the door to reveal more of the battlements. Watch how quick I'm going to do this fucking reveal. Look at this. Shashankaku. Shashankaku. Ooh, nice one. Almost a polygon reveal, I'll have you know. Wow, that's really impressive. Well done. Well, nice poly. Nice poly, bro. You open the door and you see more battlements. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Always does that. This has been bothering me for a while. It's a polygonal reveal, not a polygon reveal. Anyway, sorry. You're a polygon. Matthew, I'm surprised you didn't jump in. I won't take that from a man in a mustache! <laughs> you kiss your mother with that mouth. Whose turn is it? Aldo, are you done? Yeah, there's a move and a standard. It is Undead Mercenary 1's turn. Maybe I want to pick up that bow and fire it at you. Can I do that? Drop the sword. Grab the bow. Shoot at you with a plus four to your AC. I'm going to do it. This is so rough. If only Sandra were here. If only Sandra were here to see this. All right. Put that shit in both hands. Tough roll. Need a really good roll here. Natty 18. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Yeah. Not a ton of damage, but still perhaps enough with this D8 to take you down to Chinatown. Oh, out of the box. That die is gone forever. Here we go. Oh, out of the box again. I'm so nervous. So excited for my birthday. Three points of damage. Sir Julie falls. Sean yells out, no! Sean knows there are potions on my belt. He can't see them. You're lying on top of them. In fact, your giant weight crushes them and the liquid falls down the stairs. Now potionless. Update your sheet. My giant weight rips away from the ooze, ungrappling myself. If only that were the case. (laughs) It is now Sean's turn, and he falls to his knees and says, Why? Why, gods, have you cursed me? First my grandfather, now this oafish knight. And then pulls a potion from my belt and pours it down my throat. No, he's too wrapped up in his own thing. Next round starts with Atticus. Grim. (laughs) God. Uh, Okay, Atticus, almost as if hearing Sir Julie's final plea before she went down, of saying, what did you say? If only Sandra (laughs) were here. As if hearing this final plea... He gets serious, and he's like, it's game time. He's going to try to use an ability he's never used before. He settles in. She falls unconscious, but he's not going to let it distract him. He focuses on the ooze and the area past the ooze. And he calls back deep, deep into the recesses of the celestial plane. And he's like, yo, look, he's not done. I need you back. 
and he makes a big show of moving his hands and spreading this sort of arcane gesture as he and it seems like he starts to tip over with the effort and he brings back Sandra the Oryx who is like and goes right back into the same spot <laughs> Does she get an attack this round? Uh, no. Wow. Sandra is back. <laughs> it is Halster's turn. Halster, you are maligned for not using your turn to attack. Now you have an opportunity. It's got a little bonus to its AC, but you know it has a low AC. Lowered even still by the fact that it's grappling a now dying Sir Julie. What do you do? The amount of damage it's done could take you under whether or not you're healed this turn. Yeah. Okay, so I have to attack then. Kill it. Here it comes. No! Not Sir Julie! 17 to hit. Now, mind you, if he misses... Sir Julie will take her turn where she'll attempt to stabilize and then the creature will take its turn. But with a 17, even with a plus four to its AC, that is a hit. Yeah! Sacred damage dice coming out with a D8. That is going to be 10 points of damage. I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose, fire away, fire away. We're having a good time tonight. Oh, Atlanta, we love you. We'll be back next year, by the way. We're coming back. The plan is we're going to do Nashville on a Thursday and Atlanta on a Saturday. How's that sound? Yeah. We'll see if we can pull it off, but I want to go to fucking Nashville, too. Anyways, hopefully we'll all still be alive. I, don't, I was just going to say, I don't know if I'll make it out of Nashville alive. <laughs> all of our basements are be flooded easy. back home. <laughs> uh, the ooze falls. Sir Julie yes! is still unconscious and dying, and it is Sir Julie's turn unless you want to move, Halster. I'm going to use my move action to close the door. Unfortunately, as we've established, the handle is on the other side. We've established this. Wait, which way did it swing? We didn't establish where the hinges were, right? The hinges are on your side. Okay. No, they're not. What? But it opens in, so he can't open it, but he can close it. Yeah, kick it! Kick it! Kick it! Can I kick it? Yes, I can! You got me, O'Brien. <laughs> All right, you shut the door. Yeah! yeah! Classic Go on. technicality. Go on there. So Julie, roll to stabilize. Okay. What How far what below do you have to, zero? What do you have to hit? What's your bonus? I got a plus two to con. I'm at minus one. Okay, you got this. 
You're fine. Do, I think it's automatic. It's like 12. I roll a 12. I get it. I'm stabilized. <laughs> Sir Julie stabilizes. And uh, at the end of the day, now that the ooze is gone, I will say that Sandra the Oryx and a combination of what you would do would be enough. No dear. internet. Hmm. Oh dear. A lot of resistance. Uh, I got it. I got a hot spot. Don't worry about it. Grant's a tech genius. There's nothing to fear here. Just a few moments while I hack into the mainframe. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Grant's Galaxy S21 Ultra 5G. I've cracked the code. Reload. <laughs> there Reload. it is. <laughs> Woo! The, uh, the mercenaries are still pretty tough, but I would say they are the insignificant enemies in this combat. So I'm just going to say uh, Sandra is gone as well as the mercenaries. You have won the combat. Yeah! Especially with skids, bombs now coming out on those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to belabor the obvious here. Uh, can I share something with you? A yeah. fun secret? Yeah, what do you want to tell me? Uh, that was a new ability. I called it an ability because I was equally uh, working you as much as I was working the characters, your characters. That was a new spell that I've never cast before. What's it called? It's a third level spell. It's called Major Image. Oh. <laughs> so it was yet another illusion. Oh, you kidding me? Wait, I'm bringing them all back then. A cue in your illusion. But this time, with sound and smell and everything. So it's... You know, it's so funny. As I'm thinking to myself, like, why didn't that take a round to summon like anything else? I was and waiting like, for you to ask. It. I was gonna be like, I'm, it's assuming an, it's an I'm assuming he's just <laughs> stupid and I don't want to embarrass him, so I let it happen. And now I've ended the combat prematurely. <laughs> Got him. Illusion, Michael. That happens to men of a certain age. So how sweet is that? Come on. You think you should get a bottle cap for that? My wife understood what we do. Like the fact that that got a standing O and then skid hits Top Gun. (laughs) So fucking dumb. But thank God for it. Uh, You're out of combat. Sir Julie is uh, unconscious but stable. What do you want to do here? That fight went on long enough that you think other combatants might have join the fight, but you don't hear anything. No shuffling of feet if you wait and you listen. Seems like uh, it was just the Idus and two Juju zombies. Just. Final channel of the day. Ten points of healing to everyone. And then I will spontaneously cast... uh, Let me see how many first level spells I have left. I thought you were going to say, and then I'll spontaneously combust. Uh... 20 points of additional healing for Sir Julie. Thank you. Sir Julie will take a potion. A little healing. A little Um, sexual healing. 
You know what? I think I'm going to take another potion as well. When I get that we also got two potions of Cure Moderate Wounds last night, so if you need additional, uh, grab from that. I think I took one of them, so I will, but if I can have the other one. Well, I'll, I'll, if I can have the other one to have on my belt, that would be helpful, but if someone else wants it, that's cool. I think it's good to have you in good health. I am just checking sports scores. <laughs> Red Sox are up 8-3. Anyways, you guys done healing? Atticus is full HP, but he's wavering on his feet. He's utterly exhausted. He's just like, Sir Julie, are you okay? Yes. I am barely alive thanks to all of your help. Sean. Yes, Sir Knight. Why, in my moment of great need, did you not do the obvious thing and force a potion down my un- unconscious gullet? When I saw you fall, I wanted to help, but I was so stricken with grief at the thought that I would lose not only a mentor, but a possible friend. And then when I pulled myself together, I looked for potions on your belt, but they had all shattered and leaked down the stairs. Sorry, I failed. An obvious lie. Sean. Yes. A knight always tells the truth. I'm telling the truth. You have just decided to deny the fiction that I created. (laughs) I... Sean. Perhaps you're not cut out for knighthood after all. You don't mean that. You're just... You're just upset from failing in that battle. Sean. Yes. Perhaps there will be other tests for you yet, but maybe your destiny lies elsewhere. You, you keep saying this, and I really want to know what you're getting at. Do you think I shouldn't be a knight? I, I think I'm being quite clear that, yes, that's what I'm <laughs> well, saying. Well, then what should I do? Well, you could be a court interpreter, like I said. You were very good at that. They need people that know Aboleth. My grandfather the world needs ditch diggers too. As my grandfather lay dying on his bed, he grabbed my hand and my sister's hand, and he said, "Whatever you do, don't be a courtroom interpreter." <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> well, that does sound like something he would say. <laughs> He said something very similar to me one night at the world wound. And she gets a very far away look in her eyes. One night at the world wound. Yes. Sorry, am I making you uncomfortable? No, no, it's fine. I'm just thinking that perhaps I should remove myself from this adventure would make things easier on Troy. And you've made it quite clear that you don't want to train me, so... Your grandfather came to me. It was after a long day of battle. We met at the campfire, and he looked up, and through the flickering flames, I saw the lust in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And I returned the look. I can be quite lusty, you know. (laughs) And basically, the look I gave him, we knew what was being said. Unspoken, of course, but we said, 
now or never. Then we went back to my tent. (laughs) I bribed... I bribed one of the squires to play a bit of loot outside just for some ambiance. Shall I continue? (laughs) I can hear the loot now, Sir Julian. In my mind's eye. Sounds like a saxophone, but no, it's a loot. (laughs) One thing they never tell you about being a knight, Sean. The lovemaking does require a bit of disrobing, and that can take a while. Yes, love but, making. But the true on talent of a knight different. is to keep the mood up while we un while we remove pieces of our armor piece by piece. <laughs> but I but that is a tale for another time. <laughs> I hope this has been an invigorating experience for you, Sean. <laughs> Surprisingly erotic uh Squirehood for young Sean. Didn't expect it to end. Perhaps I shall look into this courtroom interpreter thing that you mentioned. (laughs) I don't feel comfortable around you anymore, Sir Julian. (laughs) I think it's it's fair to say, from my experience with your grandfather, that he says a lot of things in the heat of the moment that he probably doesn't mean, so... (laughs) Well, listen, we can't sit here and talk... There's still 20-plus minutes left in this show. Where should we go to next, Sir Knight, lover of my grandfather? <laughs> um, what do we all think? The Down Down. I'm ready to go to the Down Down. Unless You've you want to clear out the rest of the lower area of this level. Here's what I can tell you from uh, where you were... There is uh, stairs leading up to the upper level of the dungeon, but I can tell you that there are also doors leading into the lower level. Then there are doors leading into all of these towers as well. Uh, And then the battlements themselves, which wrap around, which you think perhaps are unmanned at this point. Aldo, with his lowered wisdom but heightened intelligence runs over to the southwestern tower and throws open the door. Oh, boy. You open the door, and you see stairs going down and stairs going up. It's clearly an observation tower. There are arrow loops that you can look out and survey the grounds below. Circular staircase descending down and a wooden stair climbing upward to a trap door at the top of the tower. Why don't we go up and try to observe the star stelae we've read so much about? Mm. All right. Cool. I'll Sounds lead, good. I'll lead the way. I have the light after all. Halster heads up. You climb the ladder, you unlatch the trap door, and right when you do, you open it and there's just this awful rotting smell that hits you in the face. And you look up and you see on the next level there is a ballista, but there is also a pole that has a rotting corpse tied to it, draped in the armor and insignia of the fort. It's propped up and tied to make look like it's holding a A spear. 
And you think, like, when you first came in, you saw guards in the towers. It's just a dead body holding a spear. And as you look closer, you see that the pole has been rammed through the entire body to ensure that it stands up. There are flies buzzing about. You can see that birds have eaten out the corpse eyes, and it just stares at you like it's looking down, holding a spear. With the trapdoor partly open over Halster's head, he sees it and is just, ah, ah, and he falls down on his ass on whoever's behind him. Ah. And he takes... 73 points of damage. Oh. <laughs> it's a rough fall. Straight out of the book. What is it? What did you see? They, they, they're putting bodies on, on, on spikes the whole way through from his ass to his mouth. It was terrible. Oh, no. Flies on his eyes. The stench was unbearable. Terrible. We must try another one if we need a view. Oh. It's oh. oh, it's awful. Just imagining the pain and then the taste. Oh. <laughs> Put it out of your mind, best friend. I'll be and honest. Aldo is going to run over to the other tower uh, to the west or to the east. The east. Fucking Troy disease. And he's going to throw open the door. <laughs> you throw that open, same situation. And he runs up the stairs and throws open the trap door. Okay. Climbs up that little letter, pops open the trap door, and you see a stick similar to what uh, Halster just told you about, but only chunks of a torso remain attached, as the rest look like it's been so bloated by a rainstorm that it just sloughed off the end of the pole, and there's just a pile of body parts near where the feet would be. He runs up the stairs, throws up the door, runs up the stairs, sees the sight walks back down, comes out and says, well, that was just gross. <laughs> and he uh, says, let's try a lock in the donjon. Eh? Yes, I think yes. that's best. Go quickly. I don't have much strength left. Uh, and Aldo says, throws open the door to the donjon. Throws open the door to the donjon. It's dark inside, but you guys are got some light going on here. I will stall for a moment as I <laughs> check something. Good job, Troy. Pop it open. Thank you, one Troy fan. <laughs> we got a Troy fan tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> you pop the door open and you see a room that is furnished with a large table few comfortable chairs and a standing mirror. The room appears reasonably clean compared to the rest of the fort, although you've seen some parts of it that are neat. Uh, There's a fireplace sitting cold in the corner and a pile of books and folios spread across the table. Roll a perception check, Aldo. Aldo Schill. Uh, 14. When you open the door and you peer in, and you start to take it all in, you look at the top of the stairs, and you see the woman that greeted you, the constable, just look like this, like, and run up the stairs, like surprised, and run up the stairs. Because there are also stairs going up. Whoa, hi, hold up! And he runs up the stairs after Oh, no, no. Sir Julie charges behind Aldo. 
Atticus and Halster in tow. Do you think there's any way that Atticus saw that at all? Only Aldo saw it, right? Only Aldo saw as he was standing at the door. So the rest of you all follow. Oh, boy. Let me just take you off the map, and you off the map, and Halster, and Atticus, and Sean. Please direct your attention to the top right. (gasps) Oh, dear. Because this is what's going down now. God. Oh. You open up, or actually you walk to the top of the stairs, to the top of the donjon. No, no. And you see... An apartment, looks like a small apartment furnished with a double bed, two chests of drawers, a small table, and a couple of stools. There's also a bulky steel safe. Its door standing open, a cold fireplace occupies the northeast corner of the chamber, and the shutters of the three windows here have been torn from their hinges and lie broken on the floor. The smell of briny water is strong in the still air and there are also two creatures. There is another scum that looks like this. Ah! Describe him to our listening audience. He's, like wearing, a- he's a scum wearing chainmail and has a ring of keys attached to his belt. Spiked pauldrons and a face like a piranha. <laughs> 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 And then behind him is a creature that kind of looks like a scum, but kind of doesn't. It's got an amphibian appearance to it, but something is very wrong with this creature. Oh, oh sh- no! What you don't see is the constable that ran up the stairs roll for initiative. The illusion. Dude, that thing. That thing. Come on, Atticus. Don't let them down. Oh, baby. can barely stand. This is going to be interesting here. It is Aldo's turn. Oh, excuse me. But you're, it is Aldo's <laughs> turn. I have decided your initiative <laughs> for this final combat of the night. Aldo, you may go. What'd you roll, Aldo? Uh, you, actually, uh, your, the prophecy may have been fulfilled. It's a 28. Jaypers! Damn! Fetchling! It's great. Atticus. Natural 20. Oh, oh, me too! 27. 27. Awesome. Halster. 19. 19. So Julie. 10. She's still weak from the previous battle. You come up here, you see these creatures, and they're ready for you. Round one. Aldo. Yes. Aldo is just like, wait, wait, stop. He runs up the stairs because his lowered wisdom, higher intelligence, sees the scene in front of him with two scaly creatures. But I was like, ah! And throws a bomb right at the larger one. Yeah! Oh, it's candy time. Skid is throwing candy into the audience. Nice, Skid. And uh, I, Rachel, uh, the aforementioned Rachel also gave me a 20-sided die last night. I'm going to roll her 20-sided die. 
Uh, oh, that is a 19 against touch AC. Ooh. And which one did you aim at? Uh, the one in the further the back of the room. The, the Monstrosity? Larger. Yes. That is a hit. Yeah! Uh, okay, that is uh, 21 points of fire damage. Wow. They are on fire. And the other one, the, the other creature takes uh, as a reflex save. A reflex save to try and avoid the splash damage. I rolled a 22. Okay, so you, the other creature, takes four points of fire damage. Okay, good round. Good round. Good start, buddy. Good round. And Aldo additionally moves into the room. Whoa. Oh, fortune favors the boulder. Come on, you drunk guys. Atticus's turn. What do you do? Aldo, what did you see? Oh, I see a couple of green freaks, mate. You gotta come in, check it out as well. God. I'm just trying to like I'm trying to suss out this woman, this this constable. Did did she go into the room? Or was it like vanished? I don't know. You don't see her. You didn't even see her when she went running. Aldo saw, and Aldo charged up the stairs. And he never saw her. Never saw her. On the stairs. Gone. This is tricky. Very tricky. Uh, all right. Uh, Atticus is going to run up there uh, into the open door that Aldo just left, and he'll fire his crossbow at uh, the creature in the back, the larger, weird-looking scum. Okay. Uh, here we go. It's going to be a really tough to hit. Oh, but it is a 19. 19. Do you have a precise shot? I took the minus four. You took the minus four, and you still rolled a 19? Yeah. I mean, that's a hit. Yes! Yes! Yeah. Yes! Uh, four points of damage. Four points of piercing damage. Okay. Halster. All right, so Grant wants to not cram up that area, but Halster doesn't know what Grant knows. He can't see in there, so he's going to rush in, see Aldo's back, see two creatures in front, step yes! right up into the yes! prime space, so brave. and swing at the monstrosity so with the brave. squid on its head. Here it comes. Let's hit for 15. Miss. Oh, Flat-footed? No. Hit. Yeah! Oh, that is so huge! Sacred damage dice, baby! That is going to be nine points of damage. Pretty sneaky, sis. It is the creature's turn. We'll start with the one that is right to the left of Halster. You know what I'll do? I'll take a five-foot step and flank your ass to start... So tough. Then uh, I'll take my favorite enemy, which is humans, and take a oh. plus two to hit you. Oh shit! He's a ranger. Since I only took a five foot step, I'll do a full attack action, which will include three attacks. The price is wrong, Grant. First attack, seventeen to hit. No, oh, nineteen flanking. 
Still a miss. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Misses as it tries to bite you. And then the claw. Natural three. Yeah! (laughs) Come on, the other claw! Natural five! Yeah! (laughs) Damn it! Oh, amazing. You're not out of the woods yet, log boy. (laughs) You can't. You can't play that just yet. It's the other creature's turn. He does not get the bonus against humans. He does, however, have five attacks. And he's flanking. First one against Halster. The bite. Natural fucking two! Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) There they are. Dude, and that's neon green. Anybody else's pants wet? Is it just me? Why am I... Why are my pants wet? Mine are wet because I peed earlier. That's why mine are wet, too. I never thought of that. I really have to go. All right, here we go. All right. All right, I'm done. 24 to hit. Hit. 24 is a miss? I said hit. Hit, hit, Open up your damn ears. <laughs> Clean it out with the Sorry, piss I've in got your pants. urine coming out of my ears. It turn up your hearing aid, Troy. <laughs> Seven points of damage. Two Second points claw. of damage. Defending bone! Don't embarrass me in front of my children. <laughs> Next attack. Flanking is an 18 to hit. Miss. Yes! Come on, neon green. Let's talk about the slams. First slam, natural five. Amazing! Yeah. It really offends me you only roll this way against Grant, not me. I mean, this is going to be a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Exactly. The final attack does seven points of damage. Two points of damage, sucker! The price is wrong! And now it is Sir Julius. (laughs) No, now he takes burn damage from being on fire. Damn it! Yeah! Burn, baby. Three points of fire damage. Okay. Every little bit. Chip, chip, chipping away. Sir Julie, what do you do? Sir Julie will step into the room. Yep. Uh, take a look at the ranger or something next to her. Uh, I will smite evil. Ooh. Okay. Against who? The guy that you can reach? This dude. Okay. Is he evil or she? Are they evil? Yes. Okay. You're so so dumb. (laughs) He's trying to change his ways. Furious focus, power attack, great sword. Here we go. I'm going to roll Rachel's die. I wish that I... Natty 18. Yeah! yeah! Oh, Sir Julie! Stop pandering to all the Rachels of the world. Hang on, I got to take a large person off. Okay. <laughs> 30 points of damage. Oh my God, it happened! Still up. Okay. 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 Can I um, roll? Is there any kind of check I could roll to get? Like, is there any hint I could perhaps perceive to see if one of these creatures was the constable or was pretending to be the constable or casting an illusion? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. You can roll a perception. All right. Uh, 22. You don't know. Okay. They all look pretty damn real. 
and they're yelling out in a tone that you recognize. The one in the back isn't. The one in the back isn't. It's round two, and it's Aldo's turn. Aldo is going to incur two attacks of opportunity and throw another bomb at the southernmost creature. That splash damage. Great job. Uh, that's a 15 against touch AC. Against the guy. Wait, I gotta resolve my attacks of opportunity first, skid. Okay. First is the bite. Natural three. Okay. Oh my god, you are on such a cold streak. Ice cold. Here and it comes. Then Natural The 20. guy in the back. Natural five. Unbelievable. Just a couple dudes on fire now. Uh, that is uh, 21 points of fire damage. Okay. And a reflex save from the northernmost creature. Uh, natural 20. Okay. You said 21, uh, so it's 21 points of fire to the guy right next to you, right? Yeah, and they're on fire, and the northernmost creature takes another four points of damage. Okay, the one next to you is dead. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Amazing. And the one to the north takes how many points of damage? Uh, 21? No, Wait, no, 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 sorry, four, four. Four for the splash damage? Yeah. Okay. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to go long tonight. You want to go long? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we're going long, going long, so good your lunch, because we're going long. We're going long, so good your lunch, because we're going long. All right, everybody shut up. Hey. Hey, shut up. Everybody shut up. When he comes back, he's going to say it's Atticus's turn, at which point we will all, I will start, and we will all sing happy birthday to Troy. In the meantime, this creature, this big one in the back, what is going on with that shit? Do you recognize that? There's like a creature on its head. It's a brain sucker. What's it called? Uh, I don't know if it's an actual name, but it's Brain Sucker. Oh, you know what? Actually, it there, reminds think, me of something. I feel like I've seen no, it No, there's one. You guys ran into one of these things in uh, Ruins of Aslan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I knew I recognized it. It was the, 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 the body that you found it, oh, in it the pulled, creek. It pulled a Drakeus through a window, yeah. right? Yeah. No, 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 no. There, there was, there was a when you were like traversing the island. There was a creature that was like there was a dead corpse like in the river. That's right. And it like it stood came to, like, up. Stood up. We were on our way back to the town. Yeah, and I can't remember what it is, but it's. I'm gonna do a knowledge check on it this round. I was just too wasn't thinking about it last yeah. round. Is the is the crab squid thing some kind of helmet or is it like mind control? It's mind control. control. I think mind it's control. dead. I think that that creature. Oh, might be it's dead. dead? Yeah. Ooh. So I watch so. like mind controlly, so mind affecting. It might be useless. Oh, yeah. speak of the devil! What I miss? Uh, we're talking about what we think this creature is with the thing on its head. We think it's from Ruins of Aslan, and I'm going to do a knowledge You've check. You've never when seen a creature like this. When it's life. my turn. Okay. 
Uh, see, I wanted to just hold it, but I really want to give the Atlanta crowd a longer show tonight. So it's like, now I feel so comfortable. We could play for another hour and a half. <laughs> well, they, Matthew, sorry. your thoughts. I okay. also have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Peeing's for CEOs. It's in our by- bylaws. Uh, whose turn is it? I feel great. Aldo just went. Who, Aldo just went? Okay, it is Atticus's turn. Okay. Happy birthday to you. And you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Troy. very nice. I don't know why I'm emotional. I was miserable for so many years in my life and the Glass Cannon Network has made me very, very happy. So thank you. (laughs) Same. Unfortunately, Atticus, that was your standard action. So it is Halster's (laughs) turn. (laughs) Sing happy birthday is a full round action. Here we go. Knowledge check on the creature in the deist. What are we talking here? Are we talking Don John Earring? We talking. How about Religion? a dungeon earring? Don John Earring. Alright. Here we go. 25. Ooh, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Alright, so you know that there's something about this creature that isn't right. It has scum characteristics, but it looks like it's trying to imitate a scum. Or it's like turned its body into a scum-like shape. You're like, I know what this is. That's a doppeldrick. A doppeldrick? A doppeldrick. Doppeldrick. In its normal state, it looks like a half-formed shape of a snarling dog rising out of a grayish foam. But it has the ability to change shape and take on the appearance of other creatures. In this case, it's working with this scum and wants to look like one of the scum. I'll give you a bit of useful information. What would you like to know? Um, Two bits. Is there any way to separate them? Like, are they fused together? Like, it's no, used... it, it's it's changed its body into this appearance. So it's like a it, permanent change. Permanent. Well, no, it could change back, but it's still going to do the same damage. Oh, it's it's an appearance thing. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like change shape, like beast shape. Got it. Uh, okay. Um, and does it have intelligence? Is it like a smart... Like, what knowledge do they speak? Is that... Uh, or, I'm sorry, what uh, language do they speak? That's what you want to know? Well, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious. <laughs> it doesn't have any speak. attacks to hit it, so its weaknesses don't... It doesn't speak any much. languages. Uh, it doesn't speak any languages. It's, it's no language. <laughs> um, it's basically an ooze that changed into this. Okay. Um... You know what? I'm just going to burn off something major here. Oh, boy. Wait. Oh, wait. 
No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I think that it's possible that this is the woman that uh, just changing that shape. That, so, make, that would make sense. Yeah. So I'm just going to uh, say, we're on to you. We know who you are. Stand down now and tell us what's going on here. You are not what you appear to be. Uh, and he will uh, attempt and intimidate uh, okay. on the creature. We'll kill you if you do not stop now. You're already on fire. We can put you out. This we is what you want to do steadily. with your standard action. Yes. I have no spells. Uh, 14, intimidate. It just stares at you with its giant glassy eyes. Creepy. Creepy. Uh, but he also shares this knowledge with uh, the allies as he say, his allies as he's saying this. It is Halster's turn. One enemy has been defeated. Sorry, real quick, he'll re- reload his crossbow as a move action. I don't care. I know you didn't. I just had to say it for the rules. Halster, what do you do? Halster's here to cast spells and kick ass, and he's all out of spells. So five-foot step and a swing down. That's a natural one. Oh! There she is. There she is. Oh, but one attack still for Halster, so it is a fan. Fan fumble. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> uh, fan melee fumble. Let's find one here. Let's see if we've got anything. This is the other one we had, and I don't think there was anybody from from near town here on this one. Oh no, there is. Is Chris from Atlanta here? That could yeah. be. Look at his Chris face. 20 bucks says it's not him. (laughs) Hey, Chris. That's awesome. Chris from Atlanta writes in with (laughs) Beaver Sutherland. Is that you, Chris? Are you Beaver Sutherland? (laughs) Is that you? Damn it. (laughs) You rear back intensely, convinced you will deliver the killing blow. Instead, you forcefully strike yourself in the head with your own weapon-wielding hand. In your new day state, you believe your intended target to be the subject of a vast and complicated conspiracy. Only you know the truth, and you are compelled to protect them at all costs. Holy shit. For the next 1d4 rounds, you must take all damage intended for the target. If anything is preventing you from doing so, you must use any available movement or spells or spell abilities to protect them. If spoken to, you must respond in relation to the conspiracy. Will save negates. Okay. The will save is the character's AC. The character's AC. 23. You're fine. Yeah! Oh, thank God. Great, because that would have been complicated. That was a really bad one. Shown heeding Sir Julie's words that he needs to be more brave slides past Atticus and Sir Julie into the room and stares at this creature and says, For my grandfather! And he stabs at the creature. Yeah, Sean! Sean, Sean. And he misses. Sean. Shocking. The creature will now go. He has five attacks. First, I'll enact his fast healing. Guys, now, guys. this is a question that only Joe can answer. Joe. Let's mess with his stuff. 
It doesn't. Well, what would be the point? It's like Let's kicking. leave a big picture of a wiener on his screen. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. And we'll laugh and laugh when he stares at the wiener. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> this guy's gonna bite Sean. Seventeen. He hits Sean oh. for six points of damage. Then he goes to claw Sean. Hits Sean for eight points of damage. And Sean is now unconscious and dying. He then goes to claw Halster and misses with a 16. (laughs) Then goes to slam Aldo. 21. Miss. Miss. Misses Aldo. Then goes to slam Sean. He's unconscious. Unconscious and dying. He goes to slam Sean. Natty 17. Oh my god. Eight points of damage. Sean is now two rounds from permadeath. That's amazing. And it is now Sir Julie's turn. Sir Julie, look what you have done. Sean, no! Sir Julie will, run, will step, take a five-foot step and take a swing at the Doppeldreck. Okay. Uh, that power attack, etc., etc., is going to be a 25 to hit. 25 is a hit. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's take off the double damage. Does a 21 hit? Does 21 hit? Sure does. Great. Because that's what it actually is. Uh, 22 points of damage. Still up. Wait, it didn't take its burn damage last round. That's true. What's the burn damage? Uh, One point of damage. Still up. Still up. (laughs) New round. Aldo's turn. Aldo. Right next to this creature. Aldo, is this a... Do you like to change shape? Perhaps you'd like to mimic a corpse? <laughs> Throws a bomb right at its feet. Yeah! Oh, this is going to be so bad. Uh, that occurs an attack of opportunity, but it's a 20 against touch AC. A couple things are going to happen. One, it takes the attack of opportunity and misses. Two, the splash damage kills Sean. (laughs) He can exclude him. No, I neglect to exclude Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I I don't know. What a mystery. (laughs) Uh, Yes, no, you can, if you choose, uh, to uh, keep Sean out of that flame. Yeah. But I haven't reached the end of my tail. <laughs> uh, okay, I exclude him for the, <laughs> for the two rounds left of life that he has. And then how much damage does the doppeldreck take? Uh, <laughs> uh, that is 18 points of fire damage. 18 points of fire damage. And the doppeldreck dies. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Dude, we owned that! Owned it! 
And Sir Julie drops down to her knees and administers a potion to Sean. You administer a potion to Sean and he wakes up. And he says, Sir Julie, thank you. I saw my grandfather. He was there at the pearly gates and I said, Have you ever heard of a woman named Sir Julie Andrews? She claims to have loved you in a tent with a saxophone nearby. It was a loot in love is overstating it, but go on. And he said to me, Oh, Sir Julie, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm having trouble seeing. How many, how many Atticuses are there? And as he says this, Atticus, you look to your left. And as you do, you see five Atticuses appear all walking up the steps all moving together in the same space. That is so creepy! And they smile at you, and then all simultaneously, pull out two swords. And we'll see you in Indianapolis. We'll be back!